You are listening to 106.9 Tune FM, the home of Student Powered Radio, and I'm sitting down here with one of uh, our special heads of school. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'm Alastair, Alastair Noble, and I'm the head of school for Humanities, Arts and Social Science at UNE. Uh, I've been here just for about a year and a half, actually, so still a bit of a newcomer to the university. Um, and uh, my background originally is in music. Uh, originally, I guess, spent a lot of my early life as actually a musician out in the, the wider world and then uh, as a sort of performer and composer. And then uh, uh, at a certain stage of my life came into, into university work and, um, <clears throat> and uh, the, the sort of academic side of music, if you like. And uh, music analysis is my research field. Fantastic. So what are some of the things that first years can look forward to in your units in the wider range of um, the humanities, arts and social sciences? Well, look, it's, uh, it, it's hard to pin that down, Nick, because, you know, one of the things about the school is we have 24 disciplines. So, you know, and it's, it's everything from, you know, creative arts through to things that are almost science, you know, like um, geography and planning, you know, so... Um, so, uh, so it's kind of hard to give a simple answer, but I think, but I think that uh, the, that breadth of what we have in the school is part of what first year students can look forward to experiencing. Um, and, you know, I guess the way I see it is that I know, you know, I know some students come into university study with a really clear idea of, you know, uh, exactly what they want to do and a clear focus. Uh, and other, others of us are, <clears throat> are, you know, kind of, you know, you know, having having a few ideas, maybe, or things we want to try, you know, and 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 uh, and then see how we go. And so, I think in in both categories, you know, there's across the breadth of what we have in the school, there are there are those really specialist focused courses where people will get sort of straight into a, a very specialized area. And then, you know, the courses in a way that at the school level are like our flagship degrees are things like the BA, mm -hmm. where where it is very much as as you know a, a kind of choose your own adventure to some extent you know uh, and and that at certain points you you can specialize you know so in in once you once you find those areas that really get you excited or or interested so so to be honest i think you know part of it is uh, i would say i think the the special experience that the school has to offer is this extraordinary breadth of different approaches to ways of understanding the world ways of different ways of thinking uh, across all the disciplines, uh, as well as just the different topic areas, you know, and I'd encourage students to make the most of that. And, and even if you are in a specialist course, you know, uh, make the most of things like electives, you know, and try, try a few things, you know, outside your comfort zone just to see what you come across. Um, for me, I think that, um, you know, one of the things a school like this ha has to offer to the wider world is, is very much that, that breadth of different ways of thinking, you know, it's something we talk a lot about in the school and uh, I was talking recently with one of our linguistics uh, professors. His idea is that every new language you learn is not just a language. It's not even just a way of communicating, but it's a new way of thinking. So I think uh, I think for me, that's that's part of the, the great excitement of uh, of what we have in a school like this. I was going to say personally, as a uh, HAS student myself, I know that definitely those elective units are very 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 fun, I suppose, uh, in, in a way to explore the breadth that is the Haas school. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's always that, you know, that possibility that in, in taking a fun electives, you, you stumble, stumble across something that you, where you think, oh, actually, that's what I really want to do, you know. Uh, and for me, you know, as an academic, as I say, although I, although I spend a lot of my life actually as a sort of 
a practicing musician um, in an academic sense. It's in electives that I did as an undergraduate in like, you know, history and medieval studies and art history that I was just doing for fun, you know, uh, as you say, actually, but actually then, you know, uh, you know, 10, 20 years later, the, those electives and what I learned actually are the underpinning of my academic work. You know, so. <clears throat> So uh, with this, we've already said that it's a wide range and there's very, very hard to pin down, but where can this course of study lead students into the future? Oh, yeah, it's a good question. Um, and, and again, look, I think we, I think we have such a, a rich and diverse um, student cohort in, in the school that, you know, people come for, to study for all different reasons. And, and uh, you know, I, I know there are, there are some of us where, you know, there. You know, it's not necessary about a future career. It's really following a passion or a personal interest, um, and and or it's somebody who already has a career. And as I say, you know, this is the, the personal interest thing. They want is something that they want to learn about alongside mm -hmm. that. Uh, and then there are others of us where where you know this is a pathway towards work and and careers. <laughs> and and I think you know I'd really never. Um, I, I can't emphasize enough how valuable arts and humanities and social science related courses are for careers, mm. um, because, you know, I think we, you know, I, I know, you know, actually one of my nieces was telling me just recently who's you know, going into first year uni was recently telling me, you know, that actually at her school, they've had come on, students come under a lot of pressure um, to, to go into science related mm. things or science technology stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's such a shame that there's that kind of, if you like, social and political pressure out there that, you know, science or technology is the way to go. Because, you know, here's the thing. Um, if you look at um, if you look at the stats on, you know, what, what students are doing, say, three years after they graduate, actually, not only do arts students, like people who've done a BA, for example, mm -hmm. um, often uh, are more likely to have a full-time job, mm -hmm. you know, than, say, a science student, only by a fraction of a percentage point, but still, you know, slightly edging them out, but also they're likely to be earning more. So I think this is, for me, this is, you know, if you're looking at it in really practical terms, it's like, you know, the, the, something like a BA or an arts degree, uh, you know, a degree in these kind of disciplines is a really strong pathway to a career and there's data to prove that. The other thing I like to, to tell people is that um, uh, I saw a survey that was done uh, not so long ago of um, uh, top 200 companies on the Australian Stock Exchange. Mm -hmm. And so ASX 200 companies and, and just surveying who their CEOs are and what their qualifications are and what their background is. Now, here's the weird thing that you probably wouldn't expect. Two thirds of the CEOs have an arts degree. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so you know what I tell, what I tell, you know, people whenever I get the chance, you know, within the university and outside in the wider world is, well, I think you can argue quite rationally from that. That um, that you could say you could say uh, study in the arts is what drives the national economy. Added to that, being you know UNE as we are a regional university and and regional industry is such a huge part of the Australian mm. economy. So so again, I think um, I think I think you know never underestimate the power of a of a of an arts degree and the power of humanities, arts, and social science disciplines in terms of taking you into a a strong future. Mm. Very very interesting. So uh, what are some developments happening in the humanities, arts, and social sciences at the moment? Good question. Uh, in the big picture or at UNE specifically? Oh, well, whichever. <laughs> well, both. 
<laughs> Look, I'll start with you, Annie. The um, I think we've got, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, we're coming into uh, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, we've got some new staff starting, which I was just speaking uh, just before um, catching up with you now, Nick. I was just speaking to a new lecturer who's starting in the planning area, so teaching, you know, um, urban regional planning which is uh, you know, one of our really strong areas. And we are in the process of interviewing for another lecturer in that same department. So um, this, is, uh, you know, this is just kind of filling some positions where you know, people have retired in recent times. But what I'm very excited about is, I guess, two things. It's kind of bringing the discipline up to back up to strength in terms of staffing, but, but also it's you know, whenever we have this opportunity to, to bring new staff into the school, it's again, coming back to this idea of, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to bring in new ideas, new ways of thinking and so on. So this is uh, very exciting. We're also in the process of appointing, um, appointing a new lecturer in ancient history, which again, you know, it's, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily predict this, but if you look across all the 24 disciplines in the school and you think which areas are growing, like, you know, which are the popular areas with students, well, ancient history is one of them, you know? So, um, so again, we have this great opportunity to hire a new lecturer there, uh, which is exciting. Um, and we've had a few new staff start during during the last 12 months who are kind of now settled in across disciplines like criminology, sociology, peace studies. Um, and so I think, you know, we're in this kind of situation of coming into the new year with, um, as I say, you know, feeling like we've got, got some wind in the sails with some new people, new energy, new ideas. So I think, again, all of that flows through, I think, to to some uh, a bit of excitement that first year students and students in general will be will be feeling through the next few months. Definitely some fresh faces and some fresh ideas. So, what about uh, developments at the Hass World of Large? Yeah, it's a good question. I think because you know we you know I think one of the 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 really exciting things about UNE and part of what drew me here is that you know as someone who grew up in you know <clears throat> regional Australia myself. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, I really believe in uh, the importance of access to education mm -hmm. for people who don't necessarily live in the city, um, and also the importance of research that's based in, in our regions, because, uh, you know, apart from anything else, I just feel very strongly that, you know, so much of what's important that happens in Australia is in, in the regions here as, you know, to borrow that old expression of sort of on this side of the sandstone curtain. And it's not to say great things don't happen in Sydney, but, you know, we sometimes forget about the importance of what happens out in, in regional Australia. So I feel like, you know, the university, a university like UNE is, is quite unique in being a voice for regional Australia and our communities and our talented people, you know, doing amazing things. So that's, I guess, part of where I think, you know, I, I see the university UNE in particular as being, you know, this university that has such a strong history based in, in the region and in regional Australia generally, but is also so well connected and well networked, you know, to the wider world as, as you know, Nick, you know, we've been one, you know, UNE is one of those, pi the pioneer university in Australia of kind of distance education and online learning as it is now. And so we now have kind of students and colleagues scattered all over the country. Um, and, and I see that as just such a huge strength in, in that sense of being regionally grounded, but networked to the wider world. I guess where this, I guess, touches on my thoughts around has disciplines in, in the bigger picture, so again, I guess, like I say, you know, I think, you know, 
this is, you know, has these disciplines in even arts are such a great platform to start a career, a great way of training and part of, you know, training our minds and part of that I do believe, you know, the critical sort of, if you like, national and international importance of these disciplines is around um, the creative thinking mm -hmm. of what, you know, people like us do in, you know, music and theatre and so on. Um, and, you know, which is, which is a really important kind of methodology mm -hmm. of ways of thinking and, and working um, that, are, that are really important to the wider society. And, and then along the spectrum of, you know, the other disciplines around, say, you know, humanities like history, where, you know, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is, is the idea of, you know, all the, the problems our world faces, even with, say, you know, climate change, sustainability, for example. Um, it's a very, it's really interesting if you look at people who are, say, doing, doing research in the area of, like, you know, systems and how you build sustainable systems or how you avoid systems collapsing. Mm -hmm. Well, the interesting thing is that all their data is drawn from, from history because you need these long, long sort of, uh, you know, longitudinal data sets to be able to map how an organization like a human society or even a university works. So, so it's actually this interesting thing that, you know, thinking about how we plan for future sustainability is actually founded on the study of history. That's where our data comes from, you know. So I think these are just, I guess, a few examples of ways in which I think our disciplines uh, in the school are, you know, not just nice to have, not just, I would say, important, but like absolutely vital for the survival of humanity. I think. Definitely <laughs> essential to both the uh, national and international world. So uh, any final thoughts that you've got that you want to send out to our new cohort? Oh, look, I guess, you know, fi final thoughts would be, you know, just, you know, welcome to the university for all, all the new students. And, uh, you know, I, I really you know, hope that it's an exciting time, an exciting year for people. Um, it, it'll be nerve-wracking at times. There's anything new is if, if you're new to study or new to university study, um, <clears throat> or even if you're returning. You know, I've been through that myself of uh, having done undergrad study when I was very young and then coming back to do a PhD, you know, many years later. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of not that easy to, even if you've done university work before, to kind of get back into it. So I think, you know, whatever, whatever kind of student you are, um, I hope it's both challenging and exciting. I think on the side of, you know, the, the things that might be challenging, um, you know, just feel free to, to reach out. You know, there's, there's so many staff around the university, you know, who, whose work it is to, to support students, as you know, Nick, and, and I think also for, you know, people like myself on the academic side, heads of school, heads of department, discipline conveners, you know, reach out if you, if you need to talk to someone. We're always really keen to, to talk to students and help. And the, uh, I think the critical point too is, you know, don't be afraid to talk to your teacher, yeah. you know, just in whatever class you're in. I think, I don't know what your experience has been, Nick, but I think, you know, often, often the, the, the first person to talk to you when you have a problem is just the, the teacher for your mm. class. They're often, often best able to help and understand what you're, what you're going through or what the issue is. Um, for me as head of school, you know, I spend, as you can imagine, a lot of my time uh, doing, if you like, sort of administrative things. And so on the occasions when I, uh, I get a chance to speak to a student, I really enjoy it. So again, I'd say, you know, if students want to give me a call, send me an email, have a chat, brainstorm something, or tell me about an issue they're having, uh, I always welcome that because, as I say, I, I wish I had more of my time spent with, with students and in the classroom, so to speak. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That connection between lecturers and students is definitely vital. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Alistair, for taking the time to talk with us.
say thank you, Nick. It's great to catch up with you and yeah, really good to talk. And I look forward to seeing, seeing students soon. <laughs> You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. That was an interview with Professor Alastair Noble, the head of the School of Humanities, Arts and Social Sciences here at UNE. And let's get back to the music.